0: There you can see the photos and written materials that enrich my stories with visuals. Please check it out. And wherever you're listening, please rate and review and share the podcast. I'd love to hear what you think. At the end of the day, human connection is all we have. Enjoy. Hello, good evening. It is evening for me. Evening in Herefordshire in the beautiful Cotswolds in England. Countryside where I am looking out of my window and there are flights of starlings taking off in the nearby field where they've just eaten all of the evening bugs. I'm so grateful for that. And it is a beautiful, beautiful place that I've landed after the chaos of Rome. And I'm so happy. This is what I wrote in the morning. I've awakened to a gentle paradise. A morning dove calls softly off to my right and straight ahead I gaze over undisturbed farmland. The occasional car passes by far behind me on the A49, passing by the tiny village of much birch, not knowing what a quiet and cozy treasure lies here. Not knowing, but perhaps not caring, too, as they may have just left their own charming hamlet since hundreds of them dot the countryside here. I am in an extremely peaceful and well-thought-out garden. I sit at a black wrought-iron table and overlook a low, rocking hammock. Just past the hammock is a small strip of garden with herbs that a visitor has been invited to use in their cooking rosemary oregano thyme mint and chamomile very promising indeed before it gets too hot i must take a bit of a stroll around the nearby field there is a path cut out of the long grass for just such an adventure the garden border between my yard and that field is a fence made of sturdy posts lashed to each other with coated wire held in place by tension connectors and eye hooks In front of this, some young fruit trees have been planted, which will then be lovingly trained to spread out on this support and eventually form an espalier. This is a garden that will take some care to one day blossom into its full intended delight. I spoke with my host for a while when I first arrived, sharing tiny home stories. Me with the bus and he with the construction of the Queen Bee, as he has christened this jewel of repose where I am sleeping. He said it was a midlife crisis project and that he's thinking of moving away also because I told him about selling my house. Yet this garden speaks of long-term vision. He will be here to see those trees bear fruit, I'd venture to say. There's a barrel of flowers to the left of my table and most of them look lush with blossoms, but two plants have been nibbled down to the stem. I wonder who did that. Some bold English deer. I did see a pair of ring-necked pheasants frolicking in my small backyard as I brushed my teeth last night in the fading twilight. What a joy. I definitely don't see those at home. Swallows wing overhead. The morning sun streams down through a canopy of perforated clouds. The streaks of light that issue forth can almost let one believe in heaven. These are the jet streams left behind by guardian angels descending to care for a bumbling and reckless mass of humans. I'm on later today, I wrote. It's not even noon. Time is passing slowly today. I'm trying to let that be okay. I'm not used to moving slowly. I have to keep taking breaths and remind myself that it's okay. This is a place in which one could do nothing or be busy gardening. Since it's not my garden, I can also just watch it grow. I can look at it and let my mind drift. A beautiful soft breeze is blowing and drying my laundry. Okay, I did do laundry, but it's blowing the stink of Rome right out of my clothes. And then later, I did get the chance to walk with my host through his garden. He happened to be out working on some project and he hailed me down and said, would you like to take a tour around my garden? And I jumped at the chance. I had a lovely hour's stroll with him. His name is Temi and he's from Nigeria. He's a Yoruba. He told me all about his family back in Nigeria. He is one of nine siblings from two different wives to a very proud full Yoruba father. He married a Yoruba woman when he was young and still under his father's thumb. And then he realized that life was not for him, not at all. And he moved to England, well, he moved with his wife, and then they separated because they found once they got to England, that they didn't have much in common. And then he met a German woman and he's been married to her for a quarter of a century, he says, and here he is in the English countryside running the first of many projects that I think he will end up building to house strangers from abroad and take them through his garden. He is a self-professed, experimental, organic beekeeping gardener. He doesn't even collect the honey. He just likes to make homes for the bees so they can be safe. How lovely is that? everything about this place sings out charm. I was going to write screams, but there's no screaming here. The only mild irritants are the flies, but they are few and only more worrisome because I just read the scene in Zorba the Greek where the old woman dies and immediately the flies come and lay their eggs in her nose and mouth. Oh, disgusting. I will not keep that still so the flies mistake me for dead. This is the weird stuff that synthesizes in my brain when there's lots of quiet time. So perhaps it's time to work or maybe nap and wait for the sun to pass its peak in the sky and go to the other side of the house so I can go back out to the writing table. That's what I have christened the wrought iron table out front of the house. Am I sleepy because I'm lonely or depressed Or is it just my body asking to recharge after the hassles of Rome? I think the latter. Loneliness may set in later, but I feel content just now. Content enough to nap. It's not even lunchtime, my busy brain screams. That's okay. I'll work later. I lay down to take that nap, and moments into it, I got a text from my host, hey, you want to go to a country fair in Hereford? And I said, well, yes, of course. Of course I do. And so we went off in his car, luckily, because this whole driving on the left-hand side thing is a bit daunting for me, especially when I have to also be looking at the GPS, because somehow my car won't deign to pair with my phone. And I can't figure out how to use the Tom Tom that's built into it. So there I am, looking at my phone and driving with my left hand on the stick shift. It's insane. So I'm just as glad to be driven around the countryside by someone who's willing. He is the most lovely host. His poor wife is homesick. So I guess he's feeling a little lonely today on a Sunday when there are many things to do out in the countryside. So we went off to Hereford where we saw the Hereford Cathedral and we went to a funny quirky little country fair with a few tents set up and some rudimentary handicrafts that were very cute. There was one tent with lots of crystals in it and a woman who looked like she might have been the local witch in another time. We talked crystals for a few minutes and I bought a beautiful carnelian egg that's sitting on my countertop here in front of my computer. I walked with Temmy through the town into the cathedral of Hereford and then into a small side street in the town where we had tea and blueberry cakes. And we talked and talked of his own local politics and of mine and of how we wished that humanity could just embrace itself as people and stop all of this divisive talk. I felt that I was in the presence of someone who was going to become a long time friend. I could tell that from the minute I met him. I'm looking forward to seeing how that friendship develops. Meanwhile, I'm grateful for his stewardship and the good care that he's taking of me and the beautiful home that he's constructed or designed rather. He said he designed it and someone built it for him, but it's built on a trailer and it has these huge oak beams that support the roof and come up the sides of the walls. The floor is also oak, the countertops as well. There's a copper backing behind the stove and the bathroom is absolutely enchanting with gold leaf on one wall and a stained glass window and one side of the wall behind the sink is completely papered with old pages from beekeeping books and I'm reminded of my Shakespeare bathroom. It's true that we do things, many things, very similarly between gardening and our aesthetics and I'm just really happy to have found a kindred spirit out here the English countryside. So thank you, Great Spirit, for letting me land here. I hope that it brings me lots of creative inspiration, which I will share with you, my friends, and I will try to be less of a neglectful friend in the next few days. I look forward to telling you more stories soon. Thanks for being here. See you next time.